I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Podcast. This is episode 93. I am the stupid awesome analyst Jonathan, and with me is Andrew, the hard man with harder opinions. Hello. Hi. Yeah, it's just the two of us today. So today's going to be a very heavy review episode. I think 100% reviews, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on in this season of anime, and uh, now it's your time to sit back and relax, and we'll give you the what's what of what shows are good, what shows are bad, what shows we're at, at like we butt heads about about what what we like and what we don't like and i still haven't finished watching all the new shows yet there's still a couple in my queue that i need to watch there's some that you're gonna watch and i don't plan on watching yeah i'm probably gonna just like watch one episode and be like yeah okay but i still haven't gotten to them but i have watched plenty since the last episode so we should get into those yeah and so even our news section uh which ring the news bell news is going to be review stuff because we we don't really we we have so much to review we're not even going to do news we're just news is going to be reviews of stuff that's in the news yeah uh before we get on to the other thing because i think that my first media piece of news is a good segue into gaming news i want to talk about some of the stuff that we've seen come out of comic-con yeah because that's like super important right now and that's what's happening during this recording and when you're listening to it it's long over and it's old news we literally just watched the justice league trailer yeah and I, I'm, I, after Batman v Superman, everything is so hush hush and shaky, and I want to be super excited yeah, about you wanna, Justice League. You want to say, "Wow, that looks amazing," which it does. Yeah, it looks amazing. It was an impressive presentation. But you don't want to walk into the theater being like, "Oh, it's time," and then it's like, "Oh no." But here's the thing, because Batman v Superman was like, you saw that trailer and you were like, I don't even think this is going to be as good as Man of Steel. I, that's the way I felt, because I liked Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And I did not, I don't think anybody liked Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman was a entertaining movie to watch, but it was by no means a good movie. I don't even, I wouldn't even call it that. Really? Not even when Batman was beating everybody up in the warehouse? That was, Well, okay, so one scene does not make a good movie. L- listen, I know, but... If you had the if you had the action of every foreign action flick we ever seen, like the raid, 
or anything like that, then you're justified to say, yeah, Batman v Superman is a great movie because of all the action scenes. But if you just say that one warehouse fight scene made the entire two and a half hour movie. I was just using that one fight scene as a, as a starting point. I mean, like all the scenes that were in the movie were entertaining. You could just put them in the movie in any order that you wanted and it would be the same exact movie. Yeah. So I'm really, really worried about Justice League in that sense. Well, is Justice League directed by Zack Snyder? I don't know. I, I, I don't think they even said in the trailer. Mm. Now, unless they're hiding the fact that it's that it's him, because you remember when M. Night Shyamalan started to go downhill so badly, and they they started, like, every time somebody saw his name in a credit, they groaned? This is kind of like the same thing with Zack Snyder now. Zack Snyder really needs to push it back in order to, in order to figure it out, you know, to put his name back in movies, I think. Now... The next movie that that I saw too. Did you see the Wonder Woman trailer? Yeah, I did. With Chris Pine and the Greek woman. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It it looks like it looks like Captain America. That's exactly what I said. It looks it it looks like the trailer for the, for the first Avenger, the first Captain America movie that came out, doesn't it? It's insane. How they were just like, this should be Captain America. Because, I mean, I suppose it is the closest thing. There's the hand-to-hand combat and all that. But the trailer was just so Captain America. Even they overplayed the shield, which Diana very rarely uses a shield in the comic. Like, she does, but she very she often uses her gauntlets and she uses the, the uh, lasso. But when you watch that trailer, it's all about the shield. And they were, and and the way that the trailer was done and everything, absolutely Captain America: First Avenger, old timey World War One stuff. Which, by the way, the World War One scenes looked really cool, but I don't know. It's it's again, I'm really shaky on it because mm-hmm. it all it all has that really dark and gritty feel to it. You know, it still feels like that all the DC movies are are not fun. However, Suicide Squad still looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, Suicide Squad looks great. Yeah, um, remember when we saw the trailer for Kong? Kong uh, Skull Island. Uh-huh. Now, I couldn't be less enthused about a movie, I think, that's come out of out of this. Well, that was just because the first King Kong movie was garbage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Again, And, and then this one has Samuel L. Jackson in it being Samuel L. Jackson again. Yeah, he's being the same exact character he's always I been. I swear, I hate Samuel L. Jackson. He's just a terrible actor and everybody loves him. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm getting kind of tired. Although I liked him in Unbreakable. Oh, yeah. Well, that was M. Night Shyamalan's best movie. Yep. Yeah, so, so there we are back at M. Night Shyamalan again. But he was in Star Wars. Yeah. How about we actually talk about something that was animation? Yes. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that Jonan Vasquez Ninja Turtles short that came out that you can see. I'll link it in the description because you have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, if you guys... It's so good. And it does not matter if you're a Jonan Vasquez fan, an Invader Zim fan, or a Ninja Turtles fan. It is just a great piece of animation with some really amazing comedy and some really amazing animation. Yeah. Some surprisingly adult stuff. Like, not super adult, but like the scene where they're having April O'Neil test the cakes and she's throwing up all over the and place. Then and, every, then they, yeah. and then everybody starts throwing up. It's like, you couldn't put that on TV. But it is produced by Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like, this is a Nickelodeon-produced Ninja Turtles animated short. And it's wonderful. And it looks great in 2D. Like, yeah. it looks amazing in 2D. Yeah, it really does. Uh, another thing that Nerdy Show posted an article to, which I can put the um, I can put the link in the description for this, was that they went to the Nickelodeon's 25th anniversary panel, which the panel had 
Butch Hartman, you know, Fairly Odd Parents, and he was producing a new cartoon called um, Something the Beast. Yeah, I saw, I saw some images of it. Yeah, and I don't know. I Butch Hartman, his animation style just doesn't really do it for me, and his humor is kind of off sometimes. It's it's hit or miss. It is hit or miss, but uh, some of the really early Fairly Odd Parents humor was really spot yeah, on. Yeah, it really was. In the, even in the Nerd Show article, Jessica said it, it wasn't really looking for more. You know, maybe if you see a whole pilot episode, then it'll be better, but it just doesn't really look that interesting otherwise. Um, Craig Barlett was there, too, uh, and he was talking about Hey Arnold, uh-huh. Which something that I was not expecting to happen What's ever, which was the rumor of Hey Arnold, the Jungle movie. The Hey Arnold Jungle movie has been in talks forever. I know it has, which made me think it was fake. No, it's a real thing that's happening. I know that. Well, I know that now because he he, he showed concept artwork and stuff for it at the San Diego Comic-Con panel. Yeah, no, this has been a thing for a long time. and Because they, they have the voice actors listed as well. Yeah, okay, I do remember seeing that, which is interesting because they had to completely recast because the thing that Craig did... No, Helga is... Everybody's the same except for Arnold and Gerald. Yeah, because they were kids. Well, no, actually, Helga was a kid too when when they actually did it. But maybe she maintained her same voice. But Arnold has been revoiced three times. Yeah. Like, throughout the production of Hey Arnold... He Arnold has been the only character who's been recasted, and probably and because of the puberty thing. Yeah, maybe, but uh, but it's not like they were young kids voicing Arnold all that much. I mean, I, the first Arnold was. Yeah, actually, and I I think um when the first Arnold was voicing Arnold, the set the the second guy to play Arnold was actually voicing someone else in that show at the same time. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that. But I forget. I forget who it was. Like Stoop Kid or something. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Something but I, I don't. But I. I don't think it was Stoop Kid. But it was something like that. Yeah. Um. Now I did hear that Gerald and Arnold are gonna be in it, or the original voices. The original voices are gonna be characters in the movie. Yeah. Now this so. movie isn't coming out until uh, Thanksgiving 2017. Well, not only that, but it's kind of it's also a made-for-TV movie. So yep. it's like it's gonna be part one and part two. Uh, but it's supposed to wrap up all everything. of Hey Arnold. Every fan theory, everything that's going to be in there, is all answered. the fan fiction. Now, that's another thing about it too, which is always a risk. Is all these other kids don't really know what Hey Arnold is. We know what Hey Arnold is, but we haven't watched Nickelodeon forever. I feel like I, th- I feel like that's why they're doing it is because there's so much unfinished business with Hey Arnold that they're just like we just. We just gotta do it, guys. We just gotta finish Hey Arnold for these fans so they'll all shut up. Yeah. And I like Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really... I, I, I've i always been a fan. It's never been my favorite Nickelodeon show, save, like, Rocco for that. Yeah. But, uh, but Hey Arnold is a good show, and it has a really, really, really dedicated fan base. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of a small, hidden fan base, but if you find them, they're incredibly dedicated to Hey Arnold. It's, really? Yeah. Where have you found these? Think places like DeviantArt and forums, and yeah, they're they're when you find a Hey Arnold space. I have no, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's fan fiction and fan theories, and you know, characters getting married to one another, and like fans freaking out, and they're still there around today. Like, wow, we need more Hey Arnold. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The other person who was at this panel was um, the creator of. Of Rugrats, she was on the panel too. Oh yeah, Arlene something. I sorry, I forget her name, but uh, the the again the articles in the description. She's in there, uh, but they didn't have any announcements on her end or anything like that. So I think that she was just there to answer questions and reminisce about yeah. the good old days back when Nickelodeon was awesome, when Rugrats was relevant. Yeah, but also, 
not many of these shows that we've mentioned have really aged very well. The only one that I could say is probably Fairly Odd Parents, although the writing has gotten worse. But oh, also yeah. because it's still going is the only reason why it's aging okay. I guess so, but it's it's not aging well as far as like the the writing. Hey Arnold didn't age very well. Like when I go when you go back and watch it on the on the classic channels, like yeah, it, it just doesn't it doesn't really feel the same. Really, I I still like it. I, I, I like think it, it feels exactly the same. I like it, but I, I just don't think that it, it's the same. Is there anything else from Comic Con that we've missed? Uh, well, not that I've seen. I haven't been keeping up with it regularly, other than just the trailers that have been dropped. Yeah. Well, I mean, heck, the Nickelodeon one was enough for me, pretty much. Uh, Justice League, I'm going to be hopeful for it, but I don't have... A a hopeful maybe? Yeah, I don't have very high hopes. I don't know. Anyways, that's San Diego Comic-Con. So let's review our first piece of media for the day, which I picked up Street Fighter Legends Cammy, which anybody who would know is I would pick that up in a heartbeat. I actually almost bought two copies of it because two different covers. Yeah, waifu watch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Cammy, I thought... See, now you went out yesterday uh just to pick it up or pick something up uh and and ended up coming across this book i actually ended up i wanted to pick up the other street fighter but i've been dying to read this because uh omar dogan is doing the art yeah which is great i mean it's it's a legend so if you guys don't know that's how i got on to omar dogan that's how i've discovered omar dogan that's where he became my favorite artist because he started doing the legends comics for street fighter uh starting with soccer legend so i picked up soccer legends and there was Chun-Li Legends out at the time. And then Ibuki Legends was coming out while I was reading the other ones. And then after that, uh, he just did the other stuff. But now Kami Legends is coming out, which is great. Um, I still haven't picked up the new uh, Sakura and Ibuki Legends, which have uh, a new a new short, uh, short story at the end of them, which yeah. I want to pick up. They're cheaper on Amazon than they are in a comic book store, so I'm going to go get them there. Omar Dogen's posing is great. If you've ever read a comic that Omar Dogen has drawn, uh, his posing is awesome. Yeah. Omar Dogen his is... His facial expressions are awesome. Yeah, Omar Dogen is a master of posing, anatomy, uh, and... Girls. And girls. Uh, I don't know if he's he's thrilled about that, but it is true. Uh, at the end of the comic, there's a little short previewing... Uh, Street Fighter versus Dark Stalkers, which comes out at the end of the year in December. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it's a little short of Chun Li versus Morgan, and that seems pretty cool. Now back to Cami though. Uh, Jim Zub Zubby is writing it, and he has great scenarios, but his dialogue is is not my cup of tea. Everything is so unnatural and kind they kind of spoon feed you information like they almost like that they they wrote the entire script and they they didn't write what to put in like what to draw rather see, now, they just wrote it out as dialogue. See now I I haven't read Skull Kickers which is his comic like entirely his comic is Skull Kickers and then uh and I I really like the other Street Fighter comics of course. Uh, so I'm very familiar with Jim Zub, and I enjoy his work for the most part, but I haven't read Cammy yet, so I have to read through it. Yeah, I just feel like the dialogue was really, really dull. Just really dull and fake. Yeah. Almost like kids playing pretend. It's almost like they never planned on drawing the pictures when they wrote the script. But the... the st- I saw... I Most of the, the things that you're... Uh, 
flipping through here, I actually saw the production sketches of Omar drawing. Like, this yeah. panel right here of them walking, I saw Omar drawing that scene. Because I follow Omar everywhere. Yeah. So I get to see everything. I, I have a mission to collect everything Udon, so I'm not going to stop. I mean, the story's great. <laughs> you it, have a mission to collect everything Udon. Yeah, well, I mean, we have two copies of everything, one for you and one for me. But I, I love the art, and that's enough for me. One thing that I don't understand, though, is that, you know, Kami used to be a part of Delta Red, and she still is in Street Fighter V. Uh -huh. But in this story, she's the leader of her own team, Delta Blue. And there's no story yet that tells you where Delta Blue came from or where the leader of Delta Red went. Right. Because the last, um, the second volume of Street Fighter Ultimate came out, and, street, sorry, Super Street Fighter, street, Super Street Fighter Volume 2, she's just in... Uh, Delta Blue, and there's no explanation of what happened to Delta Red. It's just her and Abel, which is cool that Abel is on her team. Yeah, by the way. Cool. Oh yeah, and then also two of her dolls, uh, or two of the old Bison dolls, Junie and Julie, are are there. And the the story is the plot is based around uh, Junie. Well, it's Omar Dogen, so I have to read it anyway. Yep, of course. We also got a we also got ourselves a blank cover. Yeah, on in... the hopes that I ever meet an artist that will be able to draw me a cami. Yeah, I want to draw Omar Dogen. Or I draw Omar Dogen. I want to meet Omar Dogen. Oh, that would be amazing if we met Omar Dogen. And Omar Dogen, could you draw us a, a portrait of yourself on the cover here? I would do that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> but if you're a Street Fighter fan, for sure, pick it up because like us, yeah, all the Street Fighter Legends books are awesome. I think Ibuki was my favorite, actually, out of the Legends. Yeah, out of all the Legend books, I think Street Fighter Ibuki was my well, favorite. Well. I obviously Sakura is one of my favorite Street Fighter characters ever. So I, I just have to wait until Cammy's over, and then I'll make my decision. Yeah, then. So but I think the the uh, the choice is obvious for me. We'll yeah. just have to wait four months. Even Chun Li was really good. The yeah. Street, Street Fighter Legends Chun Li was really good, but it will never be my favorite. It's probably right now. It's probably Sakura, Abuki, Chun Li, and I haven't started reading Cammy yet. But I'm waiting for Omar or uh, Udon. I mean, because they they'll get Omar to do it. But I, they need Udon needs to do. Street Fighter Legends jury. Now, if for anybody who is remotely interested in Street Fighter, the comic books are essential to understanding the story. And Well, it's because they had to rewrite the timeline. Yeah. Because the Street Fighter video game timeline is completely messed it up. It didn't exist until the until the comic came out. Yeah. Really. Uh, so, yeah, Udon did a really fantastic job of restructuring the timeline of Street Fighter so that they actually include all the Alpha information, which Street Fighter and Street Fighter Alpha were two completely separate Street Fighter universes, and Udon uh, made them one. Yeah, yeah, unified the universes, so now it's one consistent timeline. So there's five volumes of Street Fighter Classic that I also highly recommend. Because it is, it is a good story. Like that, there's five volumes that buy it because it's so good. Yep. And that goes through what Street Fighters? One, two, four? No, one and two, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because there actually is a Street Fighter four comic. There was only right. one volume of that. And, right. Uh, and I don't, yeah, this one right here. Yeah, and Street Fighter three comes last, so technically we haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, Street Fighter three has not been reached yet, but all the characters from Street Fighter three are starting to show up. <laughs> okay timelines but that yep. was so so cammy good good comic good great art we're hoping to get more press with udon we i actually sent a few emails to udon 
about press to see if we could get press copies of stuff. And they kicked you in the face. No, they didn't. They just haven't answered me back yet. <laughs> so that would be a subtle transition from media news into gaming news. Which is great because I have subtle transition from gaming news to strange news. Oh, how about that? So gaming news. Andrew, what game did you play? Oh, uh, I don't know. Monster Hunter? Really? What game is that? Oh, Monster Hunter Generations just came out, actually. Really? I've never heard of this yeah, series. Is I it know. any good? Oh my gosh. <laughs> is it like Call of Duty? Okay, yeah. So the new uh, the new Monster Hunter came out, uh, as most people will know. Most people who care uh, already know this fact. Uh, in fact, now that this is a two-week-old po- podcast discussion, everybody has probably already played, and we've actually probably already played with the people... Who would care about this information? But anyway, so we've been talking to our fans and uh, with the new Monster Hunter coming out, and they've already played with one another, uh, and I've played with a few people. A few of my friends from work now have it, and we're all, oh my gosh, it's a great time. So the new Monster Hunter Generations, they this is kind of an in-between game. This is not Monster Hunter 5. That is kind of important. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a transition game between Monster Hunter 4 and Monster Hunter 5. Uh, there's no G rank hunting. Mostly, uh, there's different mechanics. So there's different upgrade mechanics. There's different fighting mechanics. They're trying to introduce new ideas to the Monster Hunter universe, and they are fantastic. I am seriously having so much fun. Now, this might be kind of low to other Monster Hunter players, but I also work ten hours a day and Saturdays uh, sometimes. But I've only I've I've already logged eight and a half hours into this game, uh, almost nine hours. I just kind of plugged along and i already have a couple full armor sets as i ground out some monsters is super fun like this is really great and i think that was the way that monster hunter 4 was but it's pretty much more monster hunter but with different mechanics yeah but those mechanics are great yeah see and that's the thing if it's not broke don't fix it yeah now if they try to fix quote unquote monster hunter in any way they could mess up really badly uh where, where the game is already so much fun now, the main mechanic that they keep changing in Monster Hunter is the monsters. They keep adding new monsters, uh, new animations to fight, basically, uh, new armors to get, new weapons to get, uh, and now with a new new fighting system. You actually can choose four different fighting styles. The combos are actually different. So the one that I'm playing as Guild Style, which is the standard Monster Hunter, but I'm thinking about uh, sticking to Striker Style, which is a new type of of monster hunter fight combo system so does that mean that because every weapon uses differently if you use a different weapon with four different kind of fight styles that means there's like 48 different kind of play styles pretty much yeah probably more than that because uh the whole thing with uh the hunting arts as well you get new special attacks so you build up meters and then you can use a special attack uh and if you switch the weapon that you're using you the some of the special attacks don't work for those weapons so you even have to go switch out your special attacks as well. Huh. Um, so Because I like to switch between Charge Blade and Dual Blade. And I have this cool special attack right now where if you, people who don't know what the Charge Blade is, you get to have vials. You turn the, the sword into an axe and then it plants explosive vials on the monster. And one of the special attacks that I have is the, the explosive vials get turned into health potions. So when you hit the monster with these uh, attack vials, when they explode, you gain health back. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, so uh, so Monster Hunter Generations is amazing. Uh, th- all the old towns from the old games, Monster Hunter 1, 2... Yeah, mostly, I think, 1 and 2. The villages from 1 and 2 are in the game, but the characters from 1, 2, 3, and 4 are all in it. 
Yeah. That's it. So you have like this whole well, the generations thing, thing. The other thing that I saw that was really cool too was that the camera changed. Like when you're in a Monster Hunter one town is like a little bit more above yeah, head. The, the camera angle and the camera movement style is completely different depending on which town you're in. It's more built towards the way that original game was. Seems like a real nostalgia bomb as along with like the new gameplay style. Yeah. So it's fun. It is this is a really, really, really fun Monster Hunter. Now, like, with the whole Monster Hunter Weekends thing that we try to do, it's becoming more and more difficult the busier and busier our schedule gets. Uh, but the more impromptu hunts that we get, the more people we'll be able to play with. It's really good stuff. Like, this is really revitalizing that, oh, man, I want to play some Monster Hunter. Like, I always want to play Monster Hunter. And I, ha I haven't even finished Fire Emblem yet. So what does that tell you? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, like, so close to beating all, all three games for Fire Emblem. But I'm just stuck on Monster Hunter right now because it's so great. But everybody already knows that Monster Hunter and Fire Emblem are my top two favorite games. Yeah. So we played an, another game, too. We tried out a demo that came out. That's which, right. Yeah, demo got released. Which was for uh, King of Fighters. Yeah, that was surprising that the King of Fighters demo dropped. Because uh, I've been following the release of King of, King of Fighters 14 for a long time. I, I like to see which characters they're going to play in the game. And the character roster for this game is amazing it's pretty good it's almost as good as king of fighters 11 i wish that it was king of fighters 11 yeah because king of fighters 11 was probably my favorite yeah king of fighters 11 in my opinion was probably the best one and it had an amazing roster now but the roster for this one is really 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 cool and the 3d works really 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 well here's the thing about the 3d though with the 3D, and they, they also had to smooth out the animations because, you know, you're in a 3D base instead of sprites now. Because that's one of the things that I loved about King of Fighters were, were the sprite animations because they were so good, so slick, and always so good. I don't know. They got rid of that to 3D, and it feels a lot like Street, Street Fighter V. Yeah, it does feel a lot like Street Fighter. Um, I think that was probably their... Uh... I think that was probably their biggest thing that they were trying to go for is make it like Street Fighter. Because they have to compete with Street Fighter. Yeah. King of Fighters has always had to compete with Street Fighter. And uh, yeah, because... Capcom. And, and King of Fighters is so hard. I, I mean, there's a, every single fighting game feels different, but I Street Fighter is really fun. And they have a really nice system in place. It's not the most balanced system, but it is a really solid system put into place. I don't know. Street Fighter V is pretty there. See, my favorite fighting game is Tekken. I love Tekken. It's a completely... It, that's a uh, like a combo-style game, whereas uh, Street Fighter is a command-style game. Uh, King of Fighters is the command-style, but the combo system is really, really, really difficult. Uh, it has a high learning curve to it, and it's really difficult. But I will be getting King of Fighters 14 because the characters are just so intriguing. They actually added a lot of new characters in this game, and it's really cool. But all the old returning characters look great in 3D. They've translated really well. So, yeah, that was it. I mean, I, I played as Mai for a little bit, and then I played as Keo for a little bit. And I was like, yep, this is King of Fighters. Yeah, that was a weird thing. They didn't let you play as Terry. I could have yeah, sworn yeah. that they would have let you play as Terry. Yeah. The American, are you okay? Bust yeah. out, whoa. I know, I mean, yeah. he... You gotta play as Terry. I mean, he's the... I mean, I can't believe they just kept him away. It's weird that Keo is the main frontrunner for most of the King of Fighters game when Terry feels like such a more popular character. Well, that's because Fatal Fury uh, was first. Mm -hmm. And they put... And they... Yeah, Terry was the main character in that game. And that was like the fighting game. That or Final Fight. Final Fight was, was Capcom's yes. rival game to Fatal Fury, which was Guy and Cody... And Hagar, 
That's right. Never that mind. was Capcom's, not SNK. SNK was Fatal Fury, their side scroll and beat em up, which was which had Terry in it. That game was awesome, and everybody loves Terry. They <laughs> even made the movie based on Terry. Yes. You know, so which uh, I I really want to see that. I really want to see the Fatal Fury movie. I can't believe I haven't seen it. Is more like what it's I good. Say. You get to see Maya's boobs a lot. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it? Did they go like full Street Fighter where it was like official SNK my boobs? Or? Yeah. I think oh, so. Like the same way that Capcom did official Chun-Li, Chun-Li boobs. boobs. Oh, yeah. Wow. Only on the red VHS. Yeah. No, if you bought the yellow VHS, it wasn't in it. Yeah, that was the cut version. <laughs> yeah. Which, that is still an amazing fight scene. The Chun-Li... Chun-Li versus Chun- Vega? Yeah, Chun-Li-Vega fight scene in her apartment. Oh my gosh. How yeah. beautiful is that fight scene? Yeah, it's great. See, that's that's kind of what Fatal Fury is like. There's just some really good fight scenes in it. Um, animated fight scenes at that yeah <laughs> yeah we're not no we're not talking about the king of fighters live action movie that looks like it was done by uve Bull. yeah <laughs> uh but that's all i have for gaming news time so, for some strange news time for some strange news ah. so actually this strange news comes from gerardo i didn't find any so yeah, yeah this comes from gerardo and uh guess who has their own version of pokemon go um who likes to rip everything off who likes to explode China. Yeah. So, um, so China has their own version of Pokemon Go. Do you blow up Pokemon? No. Uh, but here's the fun fact. It looks really good. Oh yeah. Look at that. It does look good. It's called City Spirits Go. Oh, they even kept the Go in there too. (laughs) Yeah. You have a professor. You have people to talk to. You have capture devices. You have a character creation system. And the character designs, like the monster designs... Look really nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw the screenshot at the top there, and it kind of looks like Digimon. Doesn't that look like Digimon? Yeah. Well, and it's called City Spirits Go, yeah. so I'm guessing they're going with a whole spirits and ghosts thing. Yokai Watch? Maybe? Yeah, like a Yokai Watch and whatever, but it's it's neat, but it is it is strange because, like, hey, China, like, really? <laughs> You have to copy everything. But, hey, I mean, it's a popular thing. I mean, there's copycat mobile games of everything. I mean, Candy Crush was a copycat game. Has there been any word on how the game is? No, not yet. No? I don't think. I, I didn't read too much into it. I would imagine that everybody would just play Pokemon Go. Maybe not in China. Do they not get it? I don't know. I have no idea. Huh. Because I know that Japan... This is some, some strange news, too. Uh, Japan had to apologize for the late release because Japan, like, just got it. Yeah, well, Europe was the first people. Europe got Pokemon Go first. And Australia. Yeah, and then the United States got it, and then Japan got it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I find that very strange that Japan got it last. Well, because it wasn't made by a Japanese company. That's true, but even still. Like, Game Freak was involved, but it, it was not made by a Japanese company. That's true, but even still, I feel like as their property, they would get it. And Japan even apologized, like the developers apologized for it. Um, I don't know if it was Japan, but the developers apologized for the late release in Japan, probably because of translation, whatever had to go through in order to put it together. I don't know, but that's weird. Yeah. And that's as strange as it gets. That's as strange as That's it. All right. Well, we're going to go into a lot of reviews. Thing. Yes. It's pretty much going to be, uh, our, what we're watching and our Tapagotchi are the same thing. So we should probably do something else first. Are you talking about Waifu Watch? Yeah, you know, we've been talking a lot of Street Fighter, and let's do, like... Like fighting games? Yeah, we could do fighting games, because Jonathan and I... You, I mean, Waifu Watch is really nice when you have a lot of people in the crew, but Jonathan and I... Yeah, yeah, but Jonathan and I are the only two that play fighting games. At least... I, I, think, that's, the, I think that actually goes true for our listenership, too, so I'm not sure if they're going to like this. 
I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, we got we got people who are like, yeah, that's really good. Really good. So I play this really fun game sometimes uh, on on a website that we host. One of our social media is called Tumblr, and okay. uh, I play a game called the Tumblr game. Okay. Now, usually what I'll do is when I'm interested in, in a form of media, like if I have if I see people talking about an anime that I've never heard of before, I'll go to Tumblr to look at like clips of the show because usually they have like gift sets and they have good jokes on there. And I play this thing I call the Tumblr game. And the Tumblr game is what I is is what I do to pass the time while looking for stuff. And what you do is you go to the search search section of Tumblr, and it works better on mobile because you only see one thing at a time. You get rows and rows of things if you do it on a computer. So I suggest to play the Tumblr game on mobile on mobile devices. Now, the way you play the Tumblr game is you search up uh, either a form of media. You can even do it with arbitrary words too, like doctor or something. Like if you type in doctor, see what comes up. You get a point for every picture that's not porn. And then when you hit a porn picture, you stop and you search for something else and you cash your points. Okay. <laughs> and that's the Tumblr game. Why did that come up in Waifu Watch? Because every time I, I, I think of a piece of media or something where it's like, oh, like J-List just posted a gif of a really cute girl. What's the name of that anime? Oh, let me look it up. That's like, and see all the cute fan arts of, yeah. of all the girls. There's a ton of waifus and on Tumblr. You, yeah. And then you hit porn. Yeah, and then you hit point, and then and then you stop playing the Tumblr game. Uh, so fighting games. Let's start with Street Fighter. Yeah. Back when I was like I don't know, fifteen or or seventeen, when I, you know it wasn't creepy to you know mac on a fifteen year old girl. <laughs> um, uh, it was totally Sakura. Like Sakura was my girl. Like, and I I still love playing as Sakura in Street Fighter. She's a wicked fun character to play as. She's got some really nice moves and whatever. But, uh... She's not an overpowered Shota character. She's, like, if you if you win fights with Sakura, it's because... You're pretty good with Sakura. You're pretty good because, I mean, her hits are, like, half... They're the same exact, almost... She's a lot weaker in both health and strength. Yeah. Than, than Ryu or Ken. Or Ken. But she has basically the same moves. They're different, but basically the same. Moves. Um, so I kind of upgraded to Jury. Like when Jury, when Jury showed up on the scene, I was like, oh, mm -hmm. like hello. And then I played as her. Uh, I thought she was gonna be a really difficult character to play as, but she ended up being really, really, really fun. Yeah. Not only was she really not too difficult to play as. I mean, she's she has a learning curve to her, but especially with the what moves connect and stuff. Uh, but she's got this personality that's just like, oh my gosh, she could kill you. Don't play the Tumblr game with Street Fighter, because you don't get many points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> just saying. Uh, but yeah, no, as far as, like, design-wise and personality-wise, oh, Jury's, like, up there. Yeah. yeah, she's crazy. She's a psycho. Yeah, she is a psycho. But I, she's, she's sexy. Yeah. She's got them legs. No. Well, Cammy's yes. got them legs. But we already know that your waifu is Cammy. Of course, of course you do. I've mentioned Talking it about, yeah. in this episode maybe like 30 times already. But but even still, I gotta say, yeah, she's... She, I mean, she's been my girl since Street Fighter 2. And I have just never stopped playing as her. If you want to hear me extensively talk about my love for Cammy White, uh, that would be if, if, if you ever get the chance to see our My Waifu's Not Weird panel. Because she's pretty much front and foremost. Yeah. For, for most of that. 
But what about other fighting games? Like, if we throw in our hats for, I don't know, Tekken? Tekken. Tekken waifu. I got an answer. Well, I know you're, you you got an answer. It's pretty much the Sakura of of Tekken, which is which Asuka. is Asuka. But she's much older than Sakura, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, Asuka is the tomboy girl, so obviously you go, I go... You go for the tomboy character, and she's really fun to play as. Like, like people get really mad at me because of how well I can play Asuka. Like, I can fight with Asuka in Tekken tournaments and actually win. Like, I can't do that with Street Fighter. I get, I get the crap kicked out of me in Street Fighter. But I can win with Asuka, and that only makes makes me like her even more. Man, tomboys. I, I, I think Tekken is the only fighting game where I only play as male characters. Paul Phoenix is is my bro. Yeah, Paul Phoenix is like the greatest character ever made, in in the Tekken universe. Uh, either other other than that, Yoshimitsu or King, King. Uh, which I'm not very good with King. Yeah, I gotta build, like, build a wall around him. Yeah, those those are <sighs> really you pa- passed right over the build a wall joke because he's Mexican. Oh yeah, I, d- I totally did. <laughs> I didn't even get it. I didn't even get it. Because did you know that King was Mexican or no? I knew that. Okay, no, I knew that King was Mexican because he's a luchador. But <laughs> fine, Donald Trump joke just whoosh, man. <laughs> uh, we don't get very political on this show, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I wasn't expecting it. I just thought you were <laughs> yeah. saying build a wall around. Got to. I thought that shield he, yourself from King. He's got really good defense moves. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, female characters in Tekken. They got really broad shoulders. Glitch. I don't think I have a waifu for for Mo- Tekken. Mokujin, yeah, Mokujin. Who's a, a block of wood? No, nope, we um, no, nope, I, I, uh, it's a sausage party for me. <laughs> for, <laughs> playing, for playing Tekken, yeah, yeah. Seriously, uh, boy, nice. Darkstalkers. Oh, Darkstalkers is easy. Felicia. <laughs> Felicia's so all cute. around, all around Felicia. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, she is so cute. Typically, I don't agree in having the same waifu with anybody else for that, but yeah. Not even Morgan? No, no, I choose Felicia. <laughs> yep. Blaze Blue. Oh, Subaki. Easily. Subaki. <laughs> Subaki. I like Subaki. Innocent, do your job sort of military police character, which is cool. Um, I mean Noelle Vermillion is is cool too because she's that See see that's the thing. Everybody would expect me to say Tao Kaka because she's a cat girl, but she's kinda dumb. So my answer is definitely Noelle Vermillion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, because Noelle can hold her, her hold her own in a fight, which is great. It's cool. Yeah, she's got those guns. All you gotta do is press X. Yeah, but um, she's like scared of everything though, which I like that character personality. Like that she'll kick your ass, but she's scared to do it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hesitant. Oh my gosh, I'm fighting what? <laughs> um, Guys, we got a lot of fighting games. Yeah, <laughs> we got all the fighting games. Literally, literally, I have a lot of figu- I have a lot of figurines of fighting game characters. Mm. King of Fighters. Well, Yuri is the Sakura character of King of Fighters, but my sh- my is like my's a babe. There's, I mean, um, Leona. Oh, that's right, Leona. No, see, that would be that would probably be my answer is Leona, the because sol- she's a soldier chick, and that's cool to me. Yeah, and um, I the only uh, once again the only female who ever joins my team for King of Fighters is, is Kula. No, uh, Athena. Oh, oh, I forgot about Kula. Yeah, Kula, the ice girl. Yeah, she's neat. She's cool. Uh. Ah, what? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is she she uses ice power and her name is Kula, like yeah. like some sort of Dragon Ball Z character like Freezer or Cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frieza. Freezer. Yeah, Freezer. Anyway. And fajitas. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> uh, anyway, that will be our short little intermission of Waifu Watch before we go into the real meat of the discussion. I don't know. because You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Because it's weird not having the female perspective that Victoria usually gives us because we get to talk about the male characters in, the, in, the, in whatever we're talking about too. Yeah, well, I'm not really... I don't think any of the characters in Street Fighter are really husband of material, it seems, but I wouldn't know that. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Usually I can tell, though. Usually I can tell. Really? Yeah. Usually I was I completely... Like, that dude is a good guy. No. I would go out for drinks with him. I don't know, because I seem to be wrong about the consensus. Like, when we... At, during the wikis, I, I was talking about One Punch Man. I could have sworn that everybody was going to say, oh, it's Genos. No. Everybody was like, no, it's Saitama. I said, what? Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm bad at picking on husband of <laughs> I'm wrong about most of it, you know? It's like, I don't know. Nice. So if you guys like to play fighting games, if it's not just the two of us, let us know who your waifus across all the fighting game universes yeah, are. Yeah, and you completely tuned out of this entire section. Nah, that's So good. please come back to us now, because we're about to talk about some... some... You guys you guys can play the Tumblr game of all the characters that we're talking about, and then you'll, get, you'll know who we're talking about, and you'll get waifus. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Play the Tumblr game while listening to Waifu Watch, and you will yeah, play, quickly understand. Basically, play along. So as we say a waifu that we're talking about and discussing, you can scroll through Tumblr and then. If you're get not your 18 points. years old, please put on Safe Search. Oh my gosh, <laughs> new shows. Yeah, so we're gonna skip over some Into the West stuff. We're gonna skip over. I mean, even though Into the West was kind of in media news when we discussed Ninja Turtles and that's very stuff, true. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I think I think Comic Con. Should have been our Into the West. Kind of, but it was more... That was kind of media news update, so yeah. crack that whip, and it's high noon time, woo! So new anime this season. Yes, so there's a lot of new anime to discuss this season, a lot of new shows that we're watching. This is what we're watching, Tabagashi Go. style. So let's start with a show that uh, we're both watching this season. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of those. There's quite a few of those, actually. I think I have more shows that I'm watching with you than... Oh, you know what? Yeah, you have a better list than I do. Well, hey, we talked about um, One Punch Man, so let's talk about Mob Psycho 100. Yeah, so Mob Psycho 100 is really, really, really fun to watch. Yeah. I thought that the second episode was definitely way better than the first episode. Yeah. For sure. See, I really liked the first episode... And it's not as stylish and it's not as violent, I should say, as One Punch Man. So it's not as exciting all the time, but it's definitely funny. Yeah. It's, it's definitely as funny as One Punch Man. I love the uh, the psychic guy. The guy who, who exercises demons. Or like, so the premise of the show is there's this guy who's a fake exorcist. 
but spirits are real. Yeah. But he can't exercise them. So what he does is he has this kid who works part-time with him. Yeah, he's a his, middle schooler. His quote-unquote apprentice. Yeah. But he's the one who really does all the work. Like, whenever he calls him up, he's just like, hey, I'm in a pinch, I need your help, which is every single time. Yeah. So this kid can exercise demons no problem. Just boop, gone, exercised. Basically a one-punch one, one man. Yeah. He's like Saitama against, uh, against spirits. Right. But... He, he has a mental capacity that needs to stay under 100%. That is right. Every single episode, it goes up a little bit. And it's always the funniest because it's like little things that irk him. Yeah. That he's just like, like, oh, that didn't sit well with me. Except he doesn't, he never says that. Like, he never lets anything bother him. All it does is show you a percentage and it goes up a little bit. Like, it's just so funny. Like, I always laugh every single time that yeah. happens. Um, the, when the exorcist guy was like, hey, bud, I'll treat you to ramen, but only limited to two slices of pork. And then they get their bowls and he orders two slices of pork and then his... His master... Wait, what episode was this? End of episode one. I don't remember this. And then his master gets four slices of pork in his and it just shows the kid looking down... Mob. Mob is the kid's name. Looking down at the at the bowl of ramen and then like a little percentage meter just pops up at the bottom of the screen goes... Like goes up like 30... Well, like 3%. And then there's episode two where their job was to... Uh, help these clients out in an all-girls school and the client and basically the guy said oh like we have to go in cross-dressed as high school girls so that we can get into the school and then uh and then they he gets like arrested for being a pervert <laughs> but they let the kid go they let mob go in because he looks he's young enough to look like a girl and cross just like a girl, and then they he, they helps out the clients, and the clients were just like, you know, if you were doing a job, you probably could have just come in normal and like done a job because we hired you. Boop, like, and then it goes <laughs> up. It's just, it's stuff like that is just so funny. Where it's just, it's really clever in conveying his frustration without him actually getting frustrated. And you know what's really funny about the show too is that every single character that is a main character looks like Saitama yeah. from One Punch Man. And then every other character in the show is ugly. Yeah. Like, like the, super ugly. Like drawn messed up in some sort of way. Yeah. Which is really funny because you never see that in... Like every anime ever always draws their characters good looking no matter what. And even the important characters in the show who are like... Their side characters for this are, like, super ugly. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's it's really stylized, like One Punch Man, and it still kind of goes along the route of, you know, well, the the main creator of the show can't draw. Yeah. Um, he's, just a, he's just a writer, and so he gets somebody else to do the art for him, but it still sticks along with, like, his bad art. Uh, it's, it's, it's really great. So Mob Psycho 100... I would definitely recommend it uh, for the season. It's pretty funny. Where it's it's really good. Uh, there's another show that we've both been watching. I think Momo Curry. I haven't watched the first. I haven't started it yet. You haven't it's, started Momo Curry. It is in my queue, but I haven't started. It okay, yet. so Momo Curry, it, they've doing this weird thing where they're on Crunchyroll. Anyways, they're listening. They're releasing them two episodes at a time. Episodes one and two. Episodes three and four. Episodes five and six. And that's because every episode is like fifteen minutes long, and then they split it into two episodes, whatever. But the show is about this girl who likes this guy, asks him out, and he says yes. 
it's his first relationship, so he doesn't know how to handle it. It's like, oh, I'm in a relationship now. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a classic kind of, you know, love story where they're all mushy-gooey with each other, honeymoon phase sort of thing. And they don't really know how to talk to each other yet because they're just like, hey, I like you. Hey, I like you too. I don't know what to do. I'm so embarrassed. But the girl in the show is obsessed with this kid. Like, yandere obsessed, but in a funny way. Like, you see her sneaking around the outside of his classroom just watching him learn stuff in his classroom. And it's not like she's going to kill anybody around him or anything like that. There's actually... The first episode, the first two episodes, were good, but it's like, oh, I'm going to puke because this all this romance, lovey-dovey stuff is just kind of boring, you know? And that's all it is, is romance, lovey-dovey stuff. And then you go to the second episode and you meet all the secondary characters of the show, which are thinking exactly the same way you are. They're yeah. like, oh, this romance is so gross, I want to puke. And that's what makes the show for me. I watched episodes three and four... Uh, so one and two were the first thing released and three and four came out and it has all the friends in it and the friends have to be in the show. They are an essential part of this show in order for it to be successful. And I want to keep watching it because of the side characters, not because of the main characters. Yeah. Because they're all like, ew, this yeah. is gross. Yeah. And, and great comedy and great jokes come out of it. I, you have to watch it for yourself because I, I can't pinpoint anything specifically. I, I do have to watch it for myself because yeah. I, I, I am intrigued by this. Uh, and this was one of the shows that I actually said I was going to watch when we were first talking about the anime list. Yeah, that you was were the one who you were the one who mentioned it. Yeah, and uh, and I didn't. I haven't started watching it yet. I've been watching everything else. Hey, you know what I did watch though? What? And I uh, since last recording, I went through and finished it. Was Relife from beginning to end? I just I you went finished in, it. Yeah, I went in. I started watching Real Life, and then I didn't stop watching Real Life. Uh, I had that same problem. Uh, I watched up until episode... I think I'm on episode 8 now. And some very big things happened in the story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Real Life. Yeah, so I really liked Real Life, too. It was great. I, now, I, I was reading the comments uh, for the show after uh, I finished watching it, and they said that the anime did not do the manga justice. Okay. Um, they So, people are suggesting that you read the manga instead... But the anime was really well done from what I saw from my end of it. And um, I'm pretty sure they're planning on doing a season two because it's really very good and it, it did really, really well. And the story and the characters are great. I I just, I really want to keep watching it. And so it was only 13 episodes that they released all at once Netflix style on Crunchyroll. You could watch all of them. Also a great move. Yeah. So I did that. Um, and from episode, I'm going to say three. From episode three... I had predicted what was going to happen. That's not a bad thing because it's going through your head like, oh, I wonder what's going on. I think this is what's happening and I think this is going to turn out this way and I think this is going to turn out this way. And I ended up being right and well, I was kind of excited about that. See, that's a weird thing though because there's a, it's a double-edged sword because you want to always be surprised by a show. Yeah. But you also, if you think it's going to go a certain way in your head and it turns out going that way, it means that you are on the same wavelengths as a writer. Yeah, um... Well, but the thing is, too, is it, it's, it's very different from getting something spoiled for you. Now, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, this happens in the show, I'm going to be pissed. But um, but if because I kind of figured out for the, myself, it may not be that difficult of a concept to get. Like, I may not be 
like oh it it was obvious or something like that but it makes me feel kind of good like oh sweet yeah like i knew that i that, i knew that was going to happen see right now things are not as obvious for me because there have been a couple plot points that i've guessed at and i guessed wrong oh okay. so it's been different for me i i was close but not all the way there yeah maybe i just guessed right is the thing maybe yeah it's possible i don't know uh, uh, real life is great i highly 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 suggest especially because it's all available for you now you can yeah just you can just watch it. watch it well if you're if you're a premium member on crunchable you can yeah right 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 you can watch up until right now well as of this recording it's episode like six you can watch up to which is a good place to to watch to because episode i think episode five was my favorite five yeah episode five had a really amazing turning point in it and episode five really sticks out to me as an amazing episode. Which I thought that the plot point in episode five was going to be what they were going to say for the finale. I thought that was going to be the entirety of the show. Yeah. Once they introduced it. And thank goodness it wasn't because they, if, if it did, that would have been so drawn out. But they timed it perfectly. Yeah. I think. So yeah, it's a really well paced show. And, um, and there's some episodes in there that are, have some really, really good plot points. Yeah. So I highly recommend. Great Relife. pacing. Yeah. Great pacing. Um, I want to talk about one that I think I like and you don't. Okay. Amanchu. Yeah. So Amanchu is a scuba diving, uh, a scuba di- a scuba diving anime about two lesbians. Um, I don't think they are. <laughs> well, I okay. I don't know. If you watch the opening to the show, maybe. Yeah, it's the. Um, it is kind of the, the opening of the show is very Yuritastic. Yeah, and the innards of the show, like the actual show itself, is very friendship based. Yeah. Um, it's very much about friendship. Uh, but. It's really weird. Uh, the character dynamics do seem kind of lovey-dovey, or you can see it being like, oh, this is going to turn into lovey-dovey, but that may not be the case. Um, I could be wrong, but it's, but yes, the, the intro to the show is very Yuri, and I kind of want to just touch on that. But anyway, I'm not thrilled with the main characters, especially because... See, I am. Yeah, and uh, the animation techniques, like, they use Super D in the show, and I don't feel like the Super D is appropriate. Well, here's the thing. It's because the person who is the artist for the original manga is a great artist. Yeah. Her character designs are awesome. Like, such good art, beautiful characters. And then it's kind of like in the same way that, remember when we watched Fooly Cooly? When you watch Fooly Cooly for the first time, it's like, I really want to see what Haruko Haruhara looks like. Yeah. But you don't get to see what she looks like. Up until like halfway through the second episode, because everything she does is super, super D. D, yeah, and it, it, because she's so goofy. I mean, like you get a couple glimpses, which is here and there, and then there's some faraway shots, like the scene where they're on the bus and they're and you know it's that behind the scenes fourth wall breaking thing. Now that's that's all fine, but even still, it's silly, and you don't really get a good look at Haruko until until like later on, and it's like the same thing with this show. It's like I really want to see. Picari's face because she's like I think she's an adorable character. No, she is. She, she's a cute girl. No, I think she's an annoying character. I think she's so annoying. I think it's funny. Like I like I almost yeah. No, see, like I actually feel like it's just like, does this girl have special needs? <laughs> like, is she like there? Is there like something mentally wrong with her? Because it it seems like she has like some form of mental illness like, like she's on the spectrum i see i think it's really funny and i think that it's just supposed to be like a caricature of of something well if it's a caricature make it a caricature 
I just, I find it annoying and I feel like, oh my gosh, like this girl just made friends with this person and I don't that's know. That's not to say that special needs people are annoying. Just pointing that out there. Cause that's kind of what I know. it sounded like you said. No, I just, I just find her annoying. Yeah. I just find her annoying. Christine is a, spe- is a special needs teacher. I'm going into the field as well. It's not annoying. Just, <laughs> just to make, just to make that very clear. Yeah. It's annoying because you think that like in the same way as the Big Bang Theory, yeah. <laughs> where all those characters are just so one note that it it's it's unreal. Yeah. In that same, same Yeah, sense. see, that's the thing. That is that is more what I mean. It's just like, it's just like, this character wouldn't exist unless she had, in real life, this character wouldn't exist in real life unless she had some form of special needs. Does that sound wrong, too? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we can dig our way out of this hole now. Yeah. Anyways... The, the thing about the Super D in the show... she's Just say she's missing a piece of her brain. Because <laughs> there aren't a lot of people that are missing a piece of their brain. We have a friend who's missing a piece of his brain. Yeah, but that was because he had seizures. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not special needs. He goes numb sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but he doesn't have seizures anymore, and it's great. Yeah, that's cool. He can drive soon. <laughs> yeah. This character in is really annoying, and she's missing a piece of her brain. <laughs> So, um, the, the super D in the show, which once you get to episode three or, or so you figure out that every character has their own form of super D. So yeah. Peekery, she turns into like a Muppet character she does, where she, she has the, the circle eyes with the Muppet mouth, which is funny. I no, think it, I hate that. I, I think hate it's funny. it. I hate it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, no, I hate it. I, is she, a, is she a juggalo or a juggalette? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Down with, yeah, she's, yeah. she's down with the clown. Yeah. And the whistle. Oh. See, that's why I, I, don't, I don't get it. I think it's funny. I don't think it's funny. It's annoying. I'm going to keep watching the show to see where it goes, but I think it's annoying. Teko, mm-hmm. the, the other girl who's an introvert, her super D is that her eyes turn into those sketchy, like, pencil sketch black circles, and her mouth is a triangle. Yep. A small triangle. Uh, and she looks weirded out, like confused, you know, because she doesn't know, she doesn't understand Pikari either, but she's enticed by her. Uh, and then there's their teacher who you find out in the second episode that she is, um, the dive club school. Yes. Um, advisor. Yeah. Actually, that's the third episode, but you find out she's a diver in the second episode. Uh, her super D is that she has two angry lines for eyes and her mouth is like like her, her face is parallel lines there's some subtle artistic imagery in the show too that involves sakura petals if you if you ever watch the show notice the sakura petals and what's going on in the scene yeah because lesbians. well yeah but <laughs> the the sakura petals will dictate what's going on in the scene. Lesbians? No, not not <laughs> always. Well, maybe, but not always. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's really interesting what you, once you catch on. Just watch the soccer pedals and you'll you'll know what's going on in the scene. The, all the other shows that I watched are ones that we haven't watched together. Well, we discussed... Last episode, we discussed uh, The Art Club, so we don't need to talk about that. I, I've still only seen the first episode. Okay. Um, I haven't watched it. I, I haven't wanted to watch it. Episode two was funny. It was funnier than the first episode. Okay. Uh, it had some pretty good jokes. Okay. Um, but it wasn't good. Yeah. Like it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't written well. Like, so the jokes were funny, but the show still doesn't make any sense. Right. Okay. Um, still has the same issues. Yeah. But episode three is when they're going to introduce the little blonde girl. 
the, the third wow the really? third artist yeah they're waiting all that time yeah they didn't even introduce her in the second episode which is what i was hoping i was just like can you just introduce this new character already yeah there needs to be a new dynamic and i'm not on board sorry but the jokes are funnier in the second episode that's for sure right okay uh food wars is still amazing dude I cannot wait to watch the next episode. Yeah. Which it, is out now. It's staring actually, me in the face while I'm looking at my list. As a matter of fact, I think that that uh, if you're listening to this episode, you've already seen the conclusion to the arc that has just started. And holy crap, I cannot wait to find out how it goes because there are, it could go in two separate directions. Yep. Two characters have declared a shokugeki and they're about to food battle for, for pinks. Anyways. And then Berserk showed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, let's mention something really interesting about Berserk. The third episode was completely new material. Yeah. We were kind of wrong. Yeah, no. So so the first episode did happen in the manga. That is a fact. So that did, in fact, happen in the manga. But so far, episodes two and episodes three are completely original material. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. Those episodes were written by the mangaka. Yeah. Which is awesome. So, and and I actually liked episode three a lot more than I liked episode two. Yeah, episode three was awesome with the mansion. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, and it, and it was... Great stuff. And you could tell that it was very berserk. Like, it was... You could tell it was written by him because of, like, what happened to the people in the mansion and, like, the characters that were involved and you're just like good god like this a lot is, of nudity yeah like this is you know or like this is definitely b- still berserk even though it didn't happen in the manga this is still feeling like berserk now, uh new game you know i haven't been keeping up with new game what I, I i haven't seen the newest episode i've only seen episode one and two it is so cute so cute yeah but i mean when i watch the show i'm really looking for something to the level of shirabako yeah, no. So, um, I wasn't. Uh, I knew going into this it was going to be Moe Blob. And I think that's... I didn't want that, so I'm not watching it because I'm not really super interested in it. No, no, no. The, the cuteness of the characters is definitely what's keeping me around. Um, gotcha. it, it is a Moe Blob, and I am shamelessly watching this show because of how cute it is. And But the characters are really well done in their cuteness. I understand all the industry stuff that they're... That, the, the, they do talk about industry stuff, and they talk about using 3D so- softwares and tablets and but not like in know, and, and animation and stuff like that but uh but no it's not to the level of shirabako but i know exactly what they're talking about because i've done it myself i highly recommend new game i like i'm it. just saying like i, I like it and i'm gonna watch it I just have especially I, yeah especially if you like cute stuff you watch new game but if you like if you just like funny quirky shows slice of that are slice of life you can also watch new game yeah Okay, so I've watched a couple original shows or my, on my own that I am loving. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, the Moro's Mononokian, which is the show that Kay talked about on the last episode, which is the one about the kid who, who has a yokai on him and he can't go to school because it's making him pass out. And then he goes to an exorcist and then he becomes an exorcist. And they took a very interesting turn a turn that I would hope that I would have seen in my lifetime with yokai. And I love it. Like it's the concept of the show is so good. There's one, there's either one or two ways and I'm thinking about spoiling it just, just so that, you know, we can move on uh, with it is that yokai are the good guys. Okay. Yokai are not bad guys in this. And when you need to hire an exorcist, you need to appease the yokai. Like yokai just want to be loved because they possess somebody 
because they don't get seen by many people and the people who they possess are people who can see yokai and they're like oh my gosh somebody can see me i want to hang out with them and even if the person's like get away from me ah you're haunting me you're a ghost they still think it's better than not being seen <laughs> how sad is that <laughs> It's so adorable, and I highly recommend the Moro's Mononokian. All right, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, um, Kay said that the the intro was very boys, uh, BL, boys lovey, and I didn't see it. I I thought that um, I, I I thought that it it was pretty normal friendship do bro thing. Uh, the credits, however, is a different story. Uh, but I, I I don't think it's gonna it's it's got any yaoi intentions in it, which is fine i guess but uh, i'm not the art looks like it could go that way right yeah maybe a little bit but no it it's everything's cool everything's everything's good about it i i love the show i think it's really really good and a little adorable um next show that i watched was called orange and oh my gosh orange is gorgeous like absolutely stunning and the writing is really like this melodramatic heartfelt thing of this girl is she's 16 and she's getting letters from herself from 10 years in the future her 26 year old self is writing her letters to her to tell her to how to fix all of her regrets that she's had when she was growing up and one of the the students in their group of friends is new and she's instructing herself in the letters what to do with that friend in order to make things right and it's it's not a spoiler to say that because the show starts out with the 26-year-old character. And then the first episode ends with the 26-year-old character. And you see her future and she's like, oh, I really hope I'm doing well in the past. What we don't know is how they're getting the letters to each other. Right. Now, I the show was so good. It's a drama. It's like 100% drama. Not very much comedy. Like regular slice of life comedy stuff that happens in there, like real life stuff yeah. happens, but not jokes or anything like that. I highly recommend it if you need a good drama and I can't wait to keep watching it because I think orange, orange is great. Beautiful show. Beautiful. Now, the last one that I watched is called Maho Shoujo Naria Girls. Strangest thing that I've ever seen. I never have seen anything like this before. What do you mean? It is an improv show. What? It's it's a three D animated anime, but it's but it's acted out by three girls in mocap suits. Yeah. You don't see the mocap suits ever. All you see are the anime characters on the screen who are acting out their scene while these three girls do their improv sketch live. Huh. I didn't get that when I first started watching the show, and I I stopped after like three minutes. I was like, this is dumb the the writing is terrible and i don't get it what's going on so i stopped watching it and then i figured it out i was like wait a minute oh i see what was going on they're interrupting each other and stuff like that because it's improv and they're trying to figure out what to say went back and i watched the rest of it not the best improv i've ever seen still (laughs) but it's creative um it's only eight minutes long every episode's eight minutes long and they're all improv it's it's like three anime girls standing on a flat background standing right next to each other and it's a new concept, at least. It's a very new concept. I've know, never yeah. seen anything like it before. If, if you're interested, definitely check it out. Only eight minutes for one episode. 
but like man i i don't know if i'll go back to it uh, i might try the second episode just to see is like oh maybe now that i know that it's improv yeah, now that i can follow the story a little bit uh finally before we go uh if there's going to be one show you're going to watch this season watch sweetness and lightning yes like don't there's no argument about it uh if you're watching anything this season watch sweetness and lightning yeah watch it watch it watch it that's all i'm gonna say about it it's a show that's amazing uh really really well done and you know people saying that the manga is really good as well it's also on crunchyroll i believe the manga i think so yeah oh so so after it's over you can continue going there or watch the whole read the whole thing uh because you're gonna keep, you're gonna want to keep watching this. it's it's one of the best things i actually almost did that i almost was just like i just can't not watch this show and i almost just went and read the manga yeah because it's so amazing now here's an interesting piece of news that could have been at the beginning of the show too when we were talking about because we talked about the show last week could have gone at the beginning this show gives you all the recipes to all the food that they make yes it does so i want to really try the hamburger steak that they make Mm -hmm. and that i think that's a great idea i uh i love the show just the heartfelt father-daughter stuff that goes on there the students that are involved in the show the character dynamics the writing so good so real very real and uh heart a lot of heart that's all i have to say about it you gotta watch it it's so good now uh i think that is it for what we're watching slash tapagachi Time to move on to some fan service? Yes, it is. So, uh, we got one major thing of fan service besides the news article that Gerardo sent us, which was uh, from Wicked Fan Sean. Okay. Uh, Sean made it back home. Uh, it's it been a while since we've seen him on his trip when he came down here. To bike, but he, did. He, yeah. he went from, uh, from Canada to Boston to Maryland to Florida to other places back up to Canada. Uh, so, he went all around while Canada was stopped they're trying to stop Canada from being on fire. Uh, so we made it back home. Uh, he is back in Fort McMurray where he lives. Um, and he just wants to say that it was awesome meeting with us, uh, that, and that he has a big announcement that he is a, that he is finally a member, uh, of Friday night fan fiction. Congratulations, Sean. Congratulations. Went from fan to, to contributor, co-host and social media guy. Nice. So, uh, so that is, amazing uh wait until our our snack new snack video comes out with him it's gonna be great yeah and he also has a ps4 or well he's had the ps4 but now he can play with everybody he got overwatch yeah yeah. and he got the rise of the north he tweeted at us that like he he tweeted us and he he got the uh the rise of the north star cd which when he was here in boston i was just like man if you like metal you gotta listen to rise of the north star because this is a metal band that like shonen yeah like shonen manga french guys who sing in english about japanese shonen yep and then oh man we got a ton of tweets we got and you know what those tweets were about these tweets were about, hey, uh, Victoria's got to play them scary games yep. on Wicked Anna Play. So I think we have 10 or 11 total right now. Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, and we also got a new uh, Waifu Watch uh, recommendation from Sean. He, and uh, he's throwing his hat in the ring. He says Senran Kagura. No, and uh, we do actually have one more, which is uh, along the gaming route. Mike sent us an email saying that Square Enix is jumping back on the JRPG route. I saw that he sent us this. Yeah. I am Setsuna? I have never heard of it. I haven't really looked into it all that much, but I have heard it going around. Is it like a mobile game? 
no, it looks like an old RPG again. So, uh, kind of like in the way that uh, Final Fantasy VII was, you know, and it kind of zooms out. You have turn-based style and the little, like, fighting. Ma- I don't know if it's mobile or not. It doesn't. It kind of look- looks like Chrono Trigger right there. Yeah, a little bit. So, yeah, like cool. 3D, like 3D Chrono Trigger. Yeah. So basically, we're uh, link in the description. Yeah, Square Enix is getting away from their whole uh, Final Fantasy beautiful men thing. Yeah. Well. No, that'll probably never go away. We can't get rid of it. That's fine. Lastly, uh, we should mention this, that we did get another email from Jade Anumi Gaming. And Jade Anumi Gaming just simply asked us the question, who was your waifu before you knew what a waifu was? I can't wait to answer this question. I want to do that one next. We actually do talk about this in our my in my waifu's not yep. weird. In, in my pa- waifu's in not weird. Yeah, we do. I, I, I have really, really embarrassing stories. I don't think that one, the, the embarrassing story that I have, though, is classified technically as a waifu because I, I didn't pursue it in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I, I think my answer would be different than the story that I tell in the My Waifu's Not Weird panel. I think it's time to move on to some shameless plugs already. It is time to move on to some shameless plugs. Uh, so, if you guys want to join another conversation, if you guys want to tell us what you're watching, or if you want to join us in Waifu Watch... Uh, hey, shoot us an email over at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime where we post news, updates, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and you can also chat with us there. You can listen to us on nerdyshow.com if you're not listening to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Um, which, speaking of iTunes, uh, hey, we got another iTunes shout-out. Yeah, uh, you guys, if you... Uh, ever like it, it helps us out a ton if you rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, if you, five stars too if if you really like us. Yeah, the more re, the more reviews and ratings we get on iTunes, the more frequent frequently we will pop up in suggestions for people searching for podcasts like ours. Yeah, so it really really helps if you go onto iTunes, give us a rating, and if hey, we'll read your review here on the show if you guys rate us. Yeah. Just like we're going to do now. Uh, which, this one, Andrew, from Red at Delphi, they have, they even kind of gave you a personal shout-out in this one. Kind of did, yeah. Uh, and they say, I only listen to one anime podcast. I kind of want to... Five stars. I kind of want to find out what that podcast is, because it shouldn't be ours. Yeah, all I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Red Delphi writes, maybe it's because I already have a friend, IRL, named Andrew, with very similar tastes to the hard man with harder opinions. Woo. But listening to these guys feels like listening to my friends sitting around talking about anime and sharing stupid news stories. We do share stupid news stories. We do really stupid news stories. These guys do a great job of talking about anime in a way that's both insightful and entertaining, as shown by the research they put into their My Wife Who's Not Weird panel. Oh my gosh, so this person, we know them from Anime Boston. Excellent. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, well, and I know I've gone around and talked to people in the audience. We talked to so many people. We can't, like, pinpoint exactly who it could be because we talked to... And I always look forward to whenever a new episode is set to air. Now I will sign off in this review the only way I know how. Okay, bye. So we uh, did that by accident. Well, so there's just a, so you know, as a little history to Wicked Anime. There's actually a couple things that Wicked Anime did by accident. It was K by and um and the fans calling fans Wicked fans because the fans actually called themselves Wicked fans first. Yeah, they have done that before in, in the past, and and we kind of like it. We th- we think it's awesome. Yeah, that you guys think it's great. It's and a th- very nice tribute. Thank too. you so much for listening. Yeah, like, sincerely, and thank you for the review. 
Now, another way that you can you can see us uh, or, or help us out is uh, Nerdy Show's Patreon page. That's right. Yeah, you can uh, go to the Patreon slash Nerdy Show show, or you can go to you can find it on the website at Nerdy Show, or just Google search Nerdy Show Patreon, and you will find it. You can get just one dollar will give you all these like hours of perks and stuff. Sometimes we. I mean, we. All, I always try my best to release our episodes early, and you get them. Yeah, if, you get them early. You get them as you, soon as we release them. Yeah, if you're, uh, if even if you pay one dollar. Yeah, off of the schedule date, uh, and then you get like hours of content. Sometimes we do. We like we've been known to do outtakes every once in a while, but there has been a short string of outtakes recently, probably because we're getting better at what we do. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, Ten dollars, you can have a shout out on the network, and if you if you do that, it goes to to the original nerdy show. But if you suggest to us, or suggest to them, hey, could I also get it read on Wicked Anime? Which has happened before. Which has happened with, uh, it, which, by the way, it's the first of the month. It's in August now. So, uh, hi, Allison, who's the only person who's asked for a shout-out on Wicked Anime ever. You're awesome. Um, you can get a shout-out, and we will read whatever you want us to read on the show. Allison usually does, like, charities and stuff like that, which is super cool. Yeah, anything. Actually, uh, one of the re- most recent, more recent Nerdy Show episodes, there was a charity shout-out from somebody else, which yep. I think is super cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, I mean, Charity Shadows, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, so, if please, uh, nerdyshow.com, or com slash support, you can find that, or spread the word, rather. Or both of those, I think. Mm-hmm. Have, have all the information. And then, Nerdy Show Patreon, as well. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to find our videos for... Wicked Anime, you can go to youtube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews where you can sit that subscribes button and follow us for any video content that we do release. Uh, you can also find us on any of the social medias, um, including Facebook, which I've already mentioned. Twitter, you can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime, which obviously we read some tweets today. You can find us at Tumblr, which obviously we are on Tumblr because we play the Tumblr game, and that's wickedanime.tumblr.com. You can play the Wicked Anime Tumblr game on us, and you'll get all the points because we don't post porn. Um, yeah, don't play the Tumblr game. <laughs> don't do that. And you I can... should never teach you bad things. And uh, finally, you can find us at twitch.tv whenever we decide to stream Wicked Anna Play. And recently, we, like, we've been doing non-anime games, which when we started this, it seems like Let's Play channels, whenever they start, they have an idea in mind for what they want to do, and then you completely wipe the whole thing yeah, and, then just, you just, and wanna, then just play video games. Yeah, then you just want to play games with your friends. And then uh, and then if you're going to join us for Monster Hunter Weekends, uh, just keep an eye out on the Facebook page, and maybe I'll be doing an impromptu hunt soon. You know, and mostly when I have time is when Monster Hunter Weekends pops up. But now with Monster Hunter Generations, who knows? But, as with that... Uh, that is all we have for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We hope we suggested some great ideas of shows that you may want to watch this season. If you were all confused, it was like, oh, there's so many amazing shows and I don't know which one to watch. Well, we gave you a good selection, I believe. I hope so. Let yeah. us know what you watch and let us know what you think. Yeah. But with that, uh, we will have you guys listen to us next time. And now it's time to sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. No, if I'm you, not if, condoning. If that. you're not 18 years old or any age, I at that. If you if you're not if you're not 20 if you're not 27 years old, 27 and a half years old, 
Uh, don't go on Tumblr. Just just stay off of Tumblr altogether. Why yeah. is Tumblr a website? Just stay know. off of Tumblr, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I taught you bad things. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes. Or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships you can subscribe to the wicked anime podcast via itunes and soundcloud leave a comment like and share and follow nerdy show and wicked anime on all your favorite social networks for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com if it's geeky we've got it covered planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.